This is what I want to say. I'm going to try to say it the way the guy said it on okay. TV. Seldom on the structure. You could talk about it with confidence. Keep it simple. A little something like this, John. Hey, let me walk you through the Donnelly nut spacing and crack system rim riding rib configuration. Using a field of half C sprats and brass fitted nickel slits, our bracketed caps and splay flex brace columns vent dampers to dampening hatch depths of one half meter from the damper crown to the spur plants. How? Well, we bolstered 12 husk nuts to each girdle jerry. While flex tandems press a task apparatus of 10 vertically composited patch hamplers. Then pin flam fastened pan traps at both maiden apexes of the gym joist. A little something like that, Lakeman. <laughs> Like, is that real? When they wrote that... I think it is. You told me to watch that show. I think you were right to tell me to watch that show. You, you, yeah. you always tell me the right things. Yeah, the I show is Patreon. Do you mind if I, we, we keep that in there? All right. And we'll start the podcast. Hello, welcome to Every Damn Thing. It's a podcast where we rank everything. I'm Phil. And I'm Jake, and we're here to guide you through the list of everything. Each episode, we take items and tell you where they rank on the list of everything. The list can be viewed by going to everydamnthing.net. You can find a link in the show notes. So we've known each other for quite a while. Once, while looking for new ways to improve both our minds and bodies. If I recall correctly, this was during an era of rapid economic and industrial growth in our nation. That's right, and we'd recently become aware of a brilliant young industrialist who developed a program of self-improvement. We enlisted in his academy and were given our first task, memorizing the ranked list of everything that he'd manufactured by connecting a steam engine to a hundred chimpanzees trapped to typewriters. We memorized the list, but at the moment we finished, the chimpanzees broke free from their shackles. It was an ape escape. And tore apart the great list-making machine. They also ate the only copy of the list. As they fled from the scene... In an ape escape. They trampled us, and the trauma of the experience erased the list of everything from our consciousness. Just minds. So we can now only access the list bits at a time through an extremely scientific process that resembles shooting the shit. Through this process, podcasted for your entertainment and edification, we will gradually uncover the list of every damn thing. The list currently has 90 items, with Dolly Parton at the top and QAnon at the bottom. Coffee and eggs are in the middle of the list. Yeah, so that's where everything stands on the list. That gives you an idea of what the list looks like. If you want to view the complete list, find it in your show notes, uh, or go to everydamnthing.net. What are we going to talk about today? I um, suppose we're going to take some things and put them on the list, like we yeah, do in every episode. we're going to do that. We've got something at the front of the queue that we're going to do, but actually, um, we're going to do with the thing that I picked out of the middle of the submission queue and we'll save the one from the front of the queue for a little bit later. How's that sound? Good? Yeah, okay. Okay, great. Yeah. So uh, this one was submitted by Mikkel G. I think he's in the Bay Area or somewhere, maybe in the East Bay. And yeah. he submitted saxophone and rock music for us to rank. Oh. So, so not just saxophone, but specifically saxophone in, in rock music, which okay, is an okay. interesting thing. A lot of people are against it. Well, early rock and roll music, as far as I understand it, a saxophone wouldn't be that unusual of a thing. No, no, I'm not talking at about all. Your yakety yak and yakety yak comes to mind immediately for me. Yeah, I know yakety yak usually comes to mind to you. Like that's yeah. often oh, yeah, in your true, mind. Oh yeah, true, true. I mean, like um, what's in my mind most times is "Private Dancer," the Tina right, Turner song. Yeah. That's usually what song I th- sing it to myself. Yeah. You know, like it's funny and, you should bring up Tina Turner because one of the people that came to mind for me when I thought of this, so we can come back to yakety yak. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 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 and we will always do. But um, this is sort of a bad example of saxophone and rock music. There's a guy that used to play saxophone for her in a lot of songs, including We Don't Need Another Hero from the oh, yeah. Mad Max Man Thunderdome. Guy, he's a shirtless, sexy sax man. He's a shirtless, sexy and, sax man. He's and also, he's, in, he's in Thunderdome. Yeah. Uh, is he in it? Yeah, man. Oh. he's a, There's a scene. I don't, all I know is there is a, a shirtless guy, and he's in Thunderdome, and he plays a saxophone, and he works for Tina Turner. And I imagine he's a real saxophone player. You <laughs> is know, a saxophone and be on Thunderdome? Yeah. She has a whole little setup. 
including a saxophone player. I'm, I'm, oh, really? okay. I'm sure of it. Maybe, you would think maybe that, I'm, so, I might just be imagining, like, I know he's in the We Don't Need Another Hero video, but yeah. I'm pretty sure he's in the movie. So you may, what he's you in, might be he, thinking of is he is in the movie Lost Boys. He performs one of his songs, I Still Believe. There's a scene, a concert on the beach in Santa Cruz. Um, his name's Tim Capello, by the way. So a saxophone like is... Like, him doing it is pretty silly. Like, if you like it, you like it in, like, an ironic, campy way. I can't really compartmentalize the things I like like that. Right. There's things I like that maybe I'm not that proud of it, but okay. I still like it. I can't say that I don't like it, you know? Yeah. Okay, so the thing about saxophone is it's an instrument that kind of waxes and wanes in, in a popular culture. It's like, it seems like it's generally accepted that, especially for rock music, like the, if you think about the Ramones, the instruments that they have are the instruments you would expect to hear always in rock music. Yeah. And then sometimes you might hear other instruments and sometimes... You know, but you're not going to hear like the the basic is you have a guitar and you have a bass and you have uh, drums yeah. and uh, and someone's voice. And now saxophone is meant to sound like someone's voice, right? So yeah, more or less. I mean, it, so it, 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 it makes sense that it would be a good accompaniment and and you could do some interesting stuff with it. So in rock music, it, it went out of fashion for a while. Yeah, and, yeah, I think it's it's waxed and waned. I mean, I don't think that it's been in fashion for rock music since the 80s or maybe early 90s. Like, I guess with alternative and grunge and whatnot, like after that, I can't think of examples. Um, I mean, some bands that had saxophone in them continued to... Well, yeah, like Bruce Springsteen was still making records. And yeah, still, he was still making you know. records. I can't, I couldn't tell you any. So he was making records. He didn't always make them with the E Street Band. And so um, I think there's a number of records of his that maybe don't include the East Street Band, or at least a few. So I don't know if, like, there's stuff from, like, the 90s and 2000s, new songs at least. I don't know if there's very many that have Clarence Clemens playing saxophone on them. Born to Run is one of the other songs uh, that comes to mind immediately when I think of a song that has saxophone that is, without a doubt, a, doubt a rock song, in my opinion, one of the best rock songs. And the saxophone, especially the solo in it, the saxophone's not 100% necessary, but, like, but, but like I think okay, it But, like, okay, songs that have a saxophone in it, I kind of understand the thinking of producers, like, in the 80s, where... They're like, what are we gonna do now with this song? And by the way, like the 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 person everyone loves is Bruce Springsteen, and the yeah. person everybody wants to emulate is Bruce Springsteen. And so you're like making for, a foreigner song, or you're making Careless Whisper, yeah. or you know, yeah, Careless Whisper is not quite rock. I, I wouldn't say it's. I, a pop I, sure, rock but like if you're you're making a song, uh, even like you're making a Duran Duran song or something, yeah. you know, because there's uh, Rio has has it on there. Yeah, good point. I forgot about that. And I'm saying like you, you're like, what are we gonna do like in the bridge? And then you think, yeah. well, it's like the next step. It's like uh, you're coked up, yeah. and it's like, you know what would be really good right in here? Saxophone. Some of these bands started with saxophone. Like, try to imagine a Huey Lewis in the News song without saxophone. Imagine, like, yeah. the beginning of um, I Want a New Drug, uh, the sax hook on that. It's hard to, I mean, that song kind of doesn't exist without it. Another yeah. one that so, I look, another, like, who can it be now? That sax is great. And yeah, I guess you, could, you could play it with the guitar, but, like, would you have ever heard it? Would it have ever stood out to you? Would yeah. you have ever, like, you know, you wouldn't know that song? Another thing Probably. that was very popular in the 80s, you know, like, so many of the songs we've already mentioned have them in it, is synthesizers, keyboards. But still, like, a lot of these bands, like Huey Lewis, like Minute Work, you know, would have both. And I don't think you could quite replace the, the saxophone with a, something like the with keyboards. Um, and, like, also, another example I thought of was In Excess, the solo in Never Tears Apart, which is, you know, a slow song's different than a lot of the fast songs, but um, that's a great solo, and it really improves the song. And that is a great example of saxophone in rock. Another similar song, like... Um, Why did saxophone go away? Was it Kenny G? Was it yeah, Nirvana? Yeah, it's like if people you know, who wanted like, saxophone could just get it somewhere else. Yeah. Because think about, like, uh, Phil... I was about to say R.I.P. to Phil Spector, but, like... Yeah. Probably, I don't really, <laughs> yeah. I just say the late Phil Spector. I, I don't really, you know, I don't really have any 
best wishes for him or anything, but yeah. you know, the guy would put, uh, you know, the saxophone was like something that went in the music, but and it was, was an ingredient. It went along with it. It just was seen as standard, and somehow. It, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, call most of the songs that he made rock. They were either R and B or pop. Um, sure. Some of them might have been like along the lines of pop rock. Uh, you know, another thing. I, look, is, I'm not a music critic. I don't want to get into like defining what rock music is and isn't. Yeah. But I'll say the like for me, I think like there there's a, a number of songs that I really enjoy, and it went hard if I couldn't imagine the song without the the saxophone in it. Like it just, yeah. it, I can't imagine it being as good. Yeah. Just last but, night. But I, I guess I, I do need to. Uh, I, we're only thinking. Of, I can't, I'm not talking about Rump Shaker, for example. You know what I mean? No, again, we're talking about yeah, yeah. rock music. We're talking about rock music specifically. Like he. Does it ever ruin the vibe for you? Do you ever hear the saxophone come in? Well, like the um, what's his name? Um, Tim Capello. Like his. I don't. I can't remember the sax, and we don't need another hero. But I bet it's sort of silly. Like his look is kind of silly, and and we don't have the, need another hero. Like it's debatable whether or not that's rock. But his song in uh, the Lost Boys song, that's definitely rock, and it's super silly. So there's an example of something that you know, like you but silly's can, not bad, man. You're right. In this case, it's not bad. Yakety Yak is totally silly, and the sax solo in Yakety Yak's totally silly. Which, by the way, inspired the song Yakety Sax, which is uh, so silly that they used it for the intro to, uh, yeah, what's it called, to, uh, the uh, Benny Hill show? Yeah, yeah. But Yakety Yak is like one of my favorite songs. <laughs> I love it, you know? Yeah. And not necessarily because of the sax, but it adds to it, you know? So, yeah, I, I think that, to me, saxophone and rock songs, it has to be specifically the right thing. And maybe for some people, like a lot of people don't like Huey Lewis in the News. And it's for a large part probably because of the sex, and that they, is like, that, and that's the probably the, like they'll be listening to it just fine, and then they hear the sax, and they're like, "Ooh, that's not for me." Yeah, and I mean, yeah, for I, many of the songs, the sax is like in the front. It's there, you know, it's definitely there before you hear the voice, and it's like they hear Baker Street. They yeah. say like, "I'm gonna turn the radio station. I'm gonna see like what happened on the news." But the same people I'm, you might I'm say gonna like NPR instead. But what about "Walking the Wild Side" by Lou Reed? That's got this awesome sax solo in it. You know, they might change their tune, so to speak, on that. Yeah, uh, that's good. We're giving examples. Okay, so let's yeah. think about it. You want to look at the list? All the songs we talked about, even the ones we don't, we're not crazy about. The saxophone is an ingredient. It, need, it needs right. to be in there. It's kind of. I, I think the nearest equivalent in our list is something like onions or something like this, right? Where it's an ingredient. It's used in a lot of places. Except this isn't just like an onion. It's it's like it would be like onion in. In soups or something, or right? In, in. And some we're, soups can be made without onion, so it's yeah. Not we're like, not judging like the saxophone as how heavy is it? Yeah. Uh, if you if you melted it down for scrap, you know how how much could you get? No, uh, no. If you got hit in the face with it, how how bad would it cut you? Like in yeah. a better blues. And we're not even. We're, I mean, we're talking about the saxophone as it's appropriate again to rock, not like okay. jazz, no, no. not Kenny okay. G, you know, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Okay, I'm ready so to. I'm ready to rank it if you are. On there. I mean, I'm just trying to get my head around yeah, the, totally. this, what we're talking about because, so you, like, I guess so we have to maybe think where is rock music on the list, right? Is music on the list already? So music's not on the list. You had mentioned Onions, which is pretty high on the list. It's number nine. I don't think yeah. um, saxophone and rock music. You know, yeah, but imagine you're listening to a uh, you know Born to Run, for example. Yeah. And then where the saxophone should be, what is it? Well, Just more singing? You know what it probably would be? And it, I think in a lot of cases um, this would change. And a lot of people have, that don't like saxophone music have the same issue mm -hmm. with this, which is harmonica, ah. which also appears in a lot of Hugh Lewis songs. But, yeah, it'd be like somebody, you know, bebopping or something, maybe, or a yeah. guitar solo. Scatting. Maybe if history had taken a, a different turn, that's how it would be. Maybe that's what we need. I'm not sure. So do you think that would, if the intro to back that ass up had... This is similar, too, because we're talking about a part of a song. Yeah. Um, and Intro to Back That Ass Up is a part of the yeah. song. Now, what if that That's at number 19. Song, what, if, yeah, that, what if that intro had 
uh, a sax in it. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine an arrangement of that song with saxophone in it, if not specifically there. Hmm. That, what, what else is something that we could compare to it? Music is the best thing to compare it to, I think. You know, it'll give us a frame of reference best. Um, I see Tulsa Time at number 39. I think, you know, overall sax in rock music. Yeah, like music. it's contributed more to the world. Like I've enjoyed more sax in rock music than I have Tulsa Time. Not that I don't yeah. like the song, but it's just one song. Yeah. So Boy, this is a crucial ingredient in a lot of songs. Yeah. Um, another key thing, I just last night I heard Creedence Clearwater's As Long As I Can See the Light, uh, which is another yeah. one of my very favorite songs. Uh, and that has a wonderful sax solo. And I you're mean, doing research. Yeah, on accident. It just happened to be on in the car. But um, that that's sort of what inspired me to do this mm. topic today because I was like, Yeah, I thought, why song... today of all days? Why here? Why now? Why us? Yeah. And then I realized it has to be this way. So... You know, so there's Dancing Queen, which is at number 34, the song. Mm, yeah. I kind of think we have to look at things that are parts of other things. Okay. But okay, you say Dancing Queen, right? It's yeah. Like, so Dancing good. Queen, the problem is it's just one song. For all that it is, it's just one song, whereas the other thing is a crucial ingredient in a thousand songs. Yeah. I mean, just we have to remind ourselves that we're not judging rock music here. Yeah, right, because rock music has its pluses and minuses, even apart yeah. from... Uh, yeah, it's... if I understand that now, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, I gotta be honest. I don't think saxophone ever ruins anything. Oh, okay. So when I hear a saxophone, I never think, "Bah, that's not for me." I like it. Okay, so adds to things. Let's... I also like when onions are in food. So I never think, "Boo, does this have onions in it?" Well, I mean, if you put onions like on a peanut butter. No, I like cream. rye bread more. Every time I smell okay. rye bread. I think, like, yeah, this is what I like. So rye bread is this, number 26. Tw- 26, yeah. So that's, and I think rye bread definitely has to be above uh, saxophone, uh, saxophone and rock music. And rock okay. music. Yeah. So um, moving down, I don't think that cubed ice needs to be above saxophone and rock music. If cubed could, ice is a good ingredient in it. If you're at a um, pizza place yeah. and you're getting... Oh, wait. I was thinking of that... Um, Shaved ice or crushed ice. ice? I was th- yeah, yeah, I was thinking of crushed ice. And you yeah. get, like, a Coca-Cola with crushed ice. That's great. yeah. Cube ice yeah. is good though, man. Imagine having to take an ice pick to, to cut the ice. You could shave it or crush it instead of cubing it. I could go without cubed ice. You know, assuming other types of ice exist, yeah. I would give that form of ice up more easily than I would give up the form of rock music that includes saxophone. So I would think that saxophone in rock music should go above cubed ice, which is at number 27. Hmm. Do you feel that way? I mean, do you need cubed ice that bad? I like it. <laughs> you know, I gotta tell you. Yeah, but, I like I mean, some of this other like, stuff. Uh, that's I want a new it. drug or harder rock and roll. Yeah, I sure. I like, like those, but when you told me yak I could hear some scatting, once you said like, "Oh, it could be replaced with scatting," it didn't seem so dire oh, to me. So all of a sudden, if you I had thought Steven like, Tyler oh, on there. Oh no, you had to go there, didn't you? Okay, yeah, I guess we could put it where you say. That's great. So we're gonna put saxophone and rock music at number twenty-seven. It's moving cube dice to number twenty-eight. Uh, and above yeah. it is number 26, which is rye bread. Okay. Uh, and let's take a break. Yeah, I'll see you when we reconvene. Okay. You're, are you back? Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Um, okay, just... Do you want to bring your topic? Yeah, I have a good topic. Okay, what is it? And my topic is a food. It's oh. a treat. I see. It is the It's It. Oh, yeah. It's It's great. Joe Oz submitted this, right? Yeah. 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 And he's not from California, but so it maybe is a more exotic thing for him. Well, yeah, but he's from an It's It type of... He is from Jersey Shore, and the thing is that It's It was... It's It is made in Burlingame, but it was, I believe, invented in uh, Playland by the Sea. Yeah, invented in San Francisco on essentially a a boardwalk, or I don't know if it was a boardwalk, but it was an amusement park out on the beach... And it was out, beach. if you go to the end of Geary, up and over the hill, 
where the Cliff House restaurant was until very recently, yeah. there was an amusement park there, which yep. I think now is like a retirement zone. or it's Yeah, a, and a uh, Safeway. There's, I mean... Yeah, there's some other stuff. There's a lot and of stuff that's developing. If you want to see what it looked like, you can watch the movie um, The Lady from Shanghai. It's Orson Welles, Rita Hayworth. At the end, they go there, and there's a Hall of Mirrors. There's a, I've never um, seen that. I didn't know that. You've seen movies where they have a showdown in a Hall of Mirrors at the end. Yeah. Probably, though. I, I mean, have it's like, lots of... There's some stuff in it where you think, haven't I seen this before? And you're like, oh, but it's an old movie, so you can't blame it for that. Yeah, and so somebody that had some sort of a stand out there was making ice was cream make, sandwiches. Now, this particular ice cream sandwich, the It's It, it's two basically oatmeal cookies, and the oatmeal cookies in between them have a bunch of ice cream. It's quite thick, much thicker than yep. a regular ice cream sandwich. And then the whole thing is dipped in chocolate. And the chocolate isn't exactly too. like, you know, shell chocolate, like you get at a dip cone. It's not yeah. that kind of waxy stuff. It's closer to the chocolate that you would get in a melted chocolate bar. Yeah, it does break off in... Slivers. In slivers like that. It, it does crack mm. and whatnot, but it's not like a shell chocolate. Not like It's unlike most things that you would get like from the an ice cream truck. The oatmeal cookie, is a, it gets kind of soft if it's, if it's not stored at too cold of a yeah. temperature. And so the cookie gets a little bit soggy. Yeah. Some people might think, oh, a soggy cookie, that doesn't sound good. No, it's really good because it gets permeated a little bit by, by some of the ice cream. Yeah. Um, now, the ice cream, the flavors that you can get are you can get a vanilla, you can get a chocolate, cappuccino, More or less and you can flavor. get like a mint chip. Yeah, and there's been seasonal stuff. I think there was pumpkin. Oh, yeah, there's strawberry, pumpkin, green tea. The standard uh, flavors that are year-round would be yeah. chocolate, I, vanilla. I don't like those new ones. Like, I tried those those flavors. Yeah, they're not good. Maybe some would like some. The one that I had hopes for, I don't like pumpkin things in general. Yeah. Um, but... The one that I had hosed for was strawberry, but it wasn't anything special. Now, of the traditional flavors, I'll have to say my favorite is the coffee. I'm just looking yeah, at out there. Uh, different people like different things. Uh, I wonder you know, when cappuccino was introduced, because that probably wasn't uh, a flavor early. You don't early think it the, was a core? Like, they started No, with, I would uh, suggest, I mean, I feel like cappuccinos became a thing in the 80s or 70s or 80s when, like, Americans became It could Americans be, like, maybe that wasn't a flavor until, I mean, and they've been around for a long time. So, they, they're made in Burlingame, and I went to the factory to buy them. I, um, in my old work, sometimes I would buy them and put them in the freezer for everyone to share. Because I used to work in Burlingame. And you can also get something called the Chips Hit, which is basically a Whoa. chocolate chip. Chocolate really? chip cookies with um, ice cream in the middle. Really? And they make an ice cream sandwich called the Fat Boy, which is like thicker than a regular one. I, I had some issues with it because I didn't want to get it. I thought like, hey, I'm trying to eat right. I can't yeah. eat this thing that's called the Fat Boy. Yeah. You know, it's too thick. Plus, I like more cookie to ice cream ratio in a traditional ice cream sandwich. That's neither here nor there. Yeah. Not relevant. I'm not trying to get sidetracked. Yeah, these things are big and chewy. They got a lot of cookie. It's like a meal. And they've got a bit of ice cream too. By the way, the, their factory in Burlingame um, is... Next to the Balco offices, uh, the guys that made the um, PEDs that were taken by... Oh, Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds. Who's, who's on, my wife, I was just going to say... where my wife worked next door to there. At number 68 on the list, Barry Bonds. So let's think about this. People love it. It's a San Francisco Bay Area thing that everybody here knows about. People that... Uh, as far away as our hometown. In our hometown of Ukiah, like, we would have them growing up. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. And, and, like, there's a bar that I went to in New York, in Brooklyn... Uh, once mm -hmm. that a friend or our listener John brought me to, uh, and they had San Francisco stuff. It was a San Francisco theme bar. They had yeah, they yeah. had Anchor's team beer, and they had it's it shipped from San Francisco there, and they sold them there. Yeah, they ship them on dry ice. Yeah, and there's a lot. It's, I, it's a pretty common thing for people who are from this area and have moved away to ask for someone to ship to them or someone to bring to them or something. Oh like yeah, that. when it's, I lived in New York, I would think about them a lot. I would say, oh, I got to get one of these it's it's. You know, when yeah. I when I come back to California, that's the first thing I do. Now I don't. You know, when's the last time I had one? Right. Yeah. So I think about it all the time. What do you mean? You think about it all the time? <sighs> Not all the time. I think about it frequently. Like maybe I should get it. It's it or like I, I haven't had it. It's it in a while. But they're um, 
they, they're not very good for you, but they taste so good. And uh, I would like it if the it's it could be divided. Yeah, it's so, a good policy to split it with somebody. Yeah, but the thing is, I have a son, and he won't share. Right. She won't countenance any sharing. So, anyways, of the flavors, I also say vanilla is like a top-ranked flavor. That's like right. close to being tied. The cappuccino is sublime. I, you know, yeah, it does, yeah, I agree with it, you it on like, that. Yeah. It does something in my brain where it's, yeah. I don't even drink coffee, but it's very mild. Yeah. And then I guess I would like the, the chocolate. I never really get. I don't think it's it's too great. And then the the mint chip is okay too. I guess those things are good. And 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 if they, if that's all they had, I would eat it. But the coffee and the vanilla are just a cut above everything. I, else. I think mint chip is my second favorite uh, over vanilla. Right. But whatever, like like that's everything after cappuccino is like an yeah. Because we're not we're not ranking them separately. And no. I guess that means we have to we have to we don't have to include the chips it or the fat boy, but we do have to include the strawberry, the green tea, and the pumpkin. Sure. Yeah. Um, if we have bring down the average, them, you know, separately, we'll get to that because um, they are on the list. Yeah. Each flavor by itself as well. We just haven't ranked it yet. Yeah, so but it's like a stall. It's like a we're thinking of it's it as. Thing. Yeah, and so it means we have to think about all the flavors, even yeah. though what percent of all the it's you've had in your life are those new flavors? I, yeah. I, I, and, and cappuccino outshines the other ones so much that like that's the main yeah. thing I'm thinking of. Okay, uh, so I think I'm ready to rank it. I'm ready okay, to talk about it. Okay, I mean, so it. the, the yeah. most similar thing on the list is peanut butter ice cream, also submitted by Joe Oz, which is at number sixty-one. Oh, it's going to be above peanut butter ice cream. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, not only is it like. It's a treat, and that's the thing. It represents a lot too. Like it's a local treat. It's been around for a and long if time. I, it's even got if a lot I wasn't, of history. Like if you, I wasn't from where I'm from, even then, like even if my grandmother didn't used to get them for me right. when I was a kid, even if it was just something I never had before and I had, didn't have the history with it, even yeah. then I would I would love it if I tasted it. You know, even if we didn't have all this stuff, other stuff to think about it. If, it, if I was just looking at it as an object. Right. Even then, it's like impressive. Or just as a product. Yeah. It's cool. It's, it reminds me a lot of the other regional, cool regional um, foods, especially from that era. Like there's, um, you know, certain sodas that are from specific places. Or um, Oh, you can get like Nihai when you go to this place. Or you yeah, can exactly. Get Yingling, um, Yingling beer you can get when you go to Philadelphia. Exactly, yeah. You like Fago? Of course or, I like Fago. Or like, you know, in Chicago, they have this thing where you go to this place where they have a milkshake and they take a whole slice of cake and put it in the milkshake. Slice of cake or pie? Cake. So oh. they take basically a slice of chocolate cake. They take a chocolate yeah. milkshake and then they put uh, a, a, like a big slice of cake into the blender. It's what they do with the old cake, right? At the end of the day. Okay. Um, I just it's something I would like to try. I mean, it's not like a classic regional thing, is it? Or no, it is. No. People talk oh, it about okay. it. People say like, "Oh, I just got off the airport, coming back home to Chicago. Can't wait to eat one of these these garbage things. It's going to yeah. ruin me." I'm kind of like that with Chicago dogs, even though um, you can get those elsewhere. Like, I, I'm always excited. I have a tradition yeah. when I'm on O'Hare in the United Terminal to you, stop You like putting all that stuff place. on it? Yeah, I like that stuff. It's good. Right. Chicago dogs are great. Uh, so going back to the list, looking here, like um, moving up from peanut butter ice cream, the next thing that's sort of similar to it is Whoppers, uh, which is a brand name of candy. That's at number 48. Yeah. Um, I like it's okay. it more than Whoppers. Yeah, I like it's it more than Whoppers um, too. Moving up at number 43, we got Jersey Shore, which is sort of which evokes, is a place. It's yeah, a, but it's like. That's it where Asbury like, Park what, is. What is a food stuff that you associate with Jersey Shore? What if Jersey Shore didn't exist, but the food stuff still did, right? Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if Jersey Shore has its own kind of equivalent to. Yeah, like is there a special cotton candy? Like is that where pink cotton candy came from? But I mean, it's it, you know, I'm, I'm a home, hometown booster or whatever. So I gotta I'm, put, I'm gonna it put it above that. It's now, be above I, if Jersey you keep Shore. going up, like Chi and Chong, I gotta say, is out, outshined by the. Uh, it's uh, it, yeah. But it's a Jessica Rabbit, yeah. uh, you know, the Watchmen TV series. Yeah. Yep. A Dancing Queen. 
A shirts, Charmander. I'm just reading up the list, yeah, yeah. thinking of something that I that it is that it's it isn't better than. So how about shirtless men wearing elaborate angel wings, gold lame shorts, and furry cha cha heels? That's at number twenty two. I think that's where it's, it starts. You know where things start being competitive. To me, I think it, you got you got to go higher up. Okay. Because what about okay? Things, so at number eleven, we have sex. I kind of think that's where I mean, it should go, somewhere around there. Actually, yeah. you know what? I think it goes above there, and I think okay. it goes. Okay, think about the comic book Watchmen. Right. And the song Midnight Train to Georgia. Right, which in Watchmen's, uh, the comic book's number eight, Midnight Train to Georgia and is number ten. And both of 10. those, the, th- the thing about them is they are a superlative example of that yeah, form. Yeah, true. Of yeah. that thing. Yeah. And then if you think like... Okay, and also they're like a combination of things. They're like... Uh, oh, yeah. The, it's like intertextual... And yeah. whatnot. In the case of Watchmen, with Midnight Train in Georgia, there's you know several things going on. Yeah, a lot of elements, a lot of ingredients that go in what, there. To now, make onions it, are just an ingredient; they're just an essential ingredient right. in a lot of things. But the thing about the it's it is in its category. So, if you were making a list that only had frozen uh, ice cream treats on it, yeah, the it's it would be number one on the list, and it yeah. wouldn't even be close. Yeah, and and so. I think you should give it points because it's the best thing in its category. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And, I, can't agree not, with I don't that. even know. Midnight Train of Georgia might not be the best song, and Watchmen might not be the best comic. You know, it's like yeah, they're Watchmen's they're up there on the list. But... They're the best ones on our list. Um, mm. Hank Williams might not be the best musician, right? And Donald Duck yeah. might not be the best fictional character. Right. But these things are high up on the list, and I think. And Dolly Parton might not be the best person. She's the best person on the list that yeah. we've considered. I'm just saying, you know. So, yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. I mean, like, looking around Watchmen and Midnight Train to Georgia. Maybe we're biased because, like, we put Clement Street as the number two thing. True. Right? So True. But, but like, all we can do is represent, like, reality. And the reality of the list is it's a list of everything. It's it, And then we're, we were the ones that saw it, yeah. and that's how it looked to us. And so yeah. it's our truth, right? Yeah. And I got to say, the it's it. I like, I like Raspberry Beret. Right? Yes. Love it. I like to listen to... Uh, Princess of Number 3. Uh, if I Could Turn Back Time? Sure. I like yeah. If I Could Turn Back Time. Sure. I've had more joy from an It's It than from either of those, probably. Oh, uh, so you're looking the really Either Prince high. or Cher. I, I, I think I want to put the It's It above Prince and Cher. Oh, wow. So Prince is at number three, Cher's at number four. Yeah. Okay. And that's, maybe that's, that's just because I'm a bit homesick for the city. You know, I moved yeah. to the suburbs. You still live in the city, and well, I can still get an it's it, but I kind of think that it's it. Yeah, should is... we consider people who are like lactose intolerant or. Uh... Yeah, but I'm not. Yeah. And also, if people are lactose intolerant, there's a few things in life where they're going to have to say, you know what, I'm just going to eat the milk and pay the, pay the price. Yeah. And if they're ever going to do that, then they should do that with It's It. Okay, so... Like, what what better reason would you have to have a, a dairy of any kind? I mean, there's certain cheeses that are great as well. I, I got to back up from this a little bit, because I, I think that might be oh, and they it say a it. bit too high. Well, I could see putting it above Donald Duck, and who's at number five. But to go above Prince, and maybe Cher... Man, we don't listen to all Cher's catalog. You know, there's some yeah. there's some stuff by Cher. Cher you say, you, you know, know, like both Cher and Prince, and you know, also Donald Duck, Hank Williams, and Dolly Parton. They represent they represent more than just what they are. Like, I understand, and also it's it has some. You know, it's it isn't perfect either. There's the yeah. pumpkin flavor. Yeah, and it's it like you know, it is bad for you if you eat enough of it, or if you eat a little bit of it, can rot your teeth. You really gonna say this? That that's the it's that you're gonna bring well, in. Well, I'm a, just I'm just saying that there are like I mean we're talking about putting it in the top five. Uh, you know, we've got to consider the negative aspects of it. A few as they are. All right. Where do you think it should go? I would put it... I'd be totally comfortable putting it above Donald Duck. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did? Where were you thinking? You, you were saying above Prince. Donald Duck's yeah, number five. I was Prince thinking of putting it at the, at the new number three on the list. New number three. And I was thinking about putting it as a new number five. Because, so. listen, we're not going to find a, like a, a cold 
ice cream treat that's better than the it's it. It's just not going to happen. Well, so, so in that category, nothing is going to nothing is ever going to dethrone it. Whereas it's possible that another human being could unseat Dolly Parton or could get you yeah. know, get above. I'm just saying it's like the basically the platonic ideal of of its but category. But I don't see like there's something of that category doesn't isn't it as important to me. I think as music or some music is. All right. So, so I think how about we, just how about we compromise? Yeah. yeah. How about we put it between Prince and Cher, the new number four? Yeah. Jason Marmer right. is not going to like this, but it's going to happen, what? especially since um, he's vegan. We got to get him in here, and well, he can be mad about it. Can't wait to hear him be mad about it. Okay, so uh, at number four, it's it goes in there. You know what? If he give him an it's it, and he'll he'll eat it. He'll he eat won't eat it. He's vegan. Say, oh, this is a slap in the face to him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, I'm sure you did make about a, a vegan one. Um, I, if they do, it's not as good. Yeah, that's a problem, isn't it? Yeah, he's gonna have to take our word for it. Uh, I think he's probably had one before. Uh, I'm sure he's gonna agree with this placing, but I kind of, I kind of doubt it. But let's move on to the next <laughs> okay, thing. Okay, let's take a break and we'll do the next thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, I see these crows. They they're supposed to be so smart. They always have these nuts in their mouth. They're flying around. Yep. They want to drop them before a car passes by. They won't just set them down on the ground because then another crow will take them. Yeah. So they have to hang around on the power line waiting for a car to drive by so they can drop the nut. Hopefully hopefully it doesn't bounce and then the car drives over it. Why don't they just put the nuts underneath the back, the you know, the wheel of the car in the driveway? Because another crow will come get it. I want to be a crow consultant yeah. where I tell them how to live their life. You could probably do that. I, I feel like if they would cooperate with me, their life would be so good. If they would just do what I said and just follow my advice, because I've thought about the stuff they waste their time with, and there's things they could do if they were a little smarter. You know, people yeah. say they're so smart, but they're not really that smart. They're still you should birds. become a wizard uh, so you could get a crow as a oh, familiar. Reminds me, there was a comment from a a, a listener. Yeah, um, a friend of the show, Donovan. He said, you know, oh, there is a there is a. On the a last bird, episode, we were talking wizard. about familiars of of wizards, which are their animal friends. Yeah, and he said, oh, you, what about uh, Iago? He's the yeah. friend of uh, Jafar. Yeah. And I said, oh, yeah, that's a good point. A very good yeah. point. Phil had claimed yeah. that there were no parrots or tropical birds that were the friends of wizards. Uh, you know, sometimes this, I say stuff. Yeah. If they record, anybody listening to this, if they record you talking to Jake for an hour, you'd say some stuff that, you, in yeah. retrospect, might be indefensible. So uh, there's egg on my face. I am, I, I am ashamed. Um, I've been humbled. Uh, it's inexcusable. You regret having made the remarks that you made. Oh, I did. And also I want to say, I'm sorry if I made him feel that he had to be offended. Apologies to that. Let's move on to the next thing. Uh, this is actually the thing that was at the top of the submissions queue. Oh, um, top of the key. And this is also food. This was submitted by Todd R. up there in Washington State. Triscuits. Triscuits. Yeah. And I'm going to read what he wrote to us. He, he said, Jake's sweet wife, Allie told this amazing story about how Triscuits were actually derived from the term electricity biscuit, a reference to how they were baked. It does make sense because they're not triangular, so... Exactly. I believe that these tasty snacks and that story deserve to make the list. Good day, gentlemen. I really enjoy the podcast. Brilliant. I just mainly wanted to read the last part where he complimented us. Um, Anyways, yeah, so my wife, she had learned um, that the name of the Triscuit is short for electricity biscuit, which is really exciting. It's a play on the word biscuit, um, and I always assumed that there was it was instead of by meaning two, it was try. Like there's three, three ingredients or something, or there's yeah, there's three like yeah. a third something like that. And but the marketing, there's never you never. But also, you don't really see ads for triscuits anyway. When I picture an ad for a triscuit, it's like one of those ads where you don't see anyone's face; it's just women's hands. 
Yeah, I, I feel like I can't remember having seen an ad for Triscuits anytime in recent, like, and especially like a TV ad. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they, they must sell themselves because, I mean, I think I've seen the print ads of them. Do they use electricity to make the biscuit? So I'm going to go through a little history lesson really quickly here. Triscuits were invented by a guy named Henry Perky. His last name is Perky. Mm, uh, yes. Well, so in 1900, he invented shredded wheat. I was just going to say, I wrote these notes because I knew we were going to talk about okay. Triscuits. One of my notes was, look... These things are just shredded wheat, but it's small. It's just a thin it's small shredded wheat. and like more compact, yeah. Or wheat bix like, if you're yeah. out of the country, but you're making shredded wheat. You just set, you just take the same thing and you serve it at lunchtime, and it's cut thinner. Well, interestingly, um, they were originally intended to be a breakfast cereal. Like they, so oil and salt weren't added until 1935. They were meant to be eaten with breakfast. Uh, here's from an ad that I found. Well, this is a 1903 ad from a newspaper. This is like Road to Wellville type stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, this is a great book and a great movie. I recommend it. Triscuits are to be eaten with cream, fruit juice, as toast with eggs, and a thousand other ways. So it was meant to be eaten originally with breakfast. And it's weird because this guy also made shredded wheat the cereal, which is also a breakfast food. So I don't know what... Uh, maybe he thought that Triscuits were going to replace those. Uh, and they stayed that way until... Uh, for 30 years, it seems like, and that's when they started making it more savory tasting. So, yeah, he invented shredded wheat in 1900 and invented the Triscuits. They, those started getting produced in 1903. His invention of shredded wheat, that was the first actual, like, in pre-made cereal. Like, you mean uh, it predated uh, uh, cornflakes? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, um, yeah. What happened was his company was in Boston and a power plant in Niagara Falls. Oh, so people were crazy about Niagara Falls and, and electricity. Yeah, the, the, like I think Niagara Falls is where the first um, hydroelectric uh, factory was made. And so, yeah, again, they were trying to attract people there. They were trying to attract companies there. And this is one of oh, the companies that Oh, giving them sweetheart tax breaks. Exactly. Um, and also, like, people that were part of this Niagara Falls Power Company. I forget the name of it. I think it's just called Ni Niagara Falls Power Company. They were some of the early directors for this um, shredded wheat company. So this was one of the first products made and marketed widely that was made in a factory that, that used electricity. So it wasn't like uh, there was... It wasn't there and was, it was, it was a selling, just, it was a selling point. The factory was powered too. by electricity. Yeah, their yeah. ad... They weren't uh, driving electrical current through the uh, through the things. No, no. They were using electricity to power, I, I think... We should call this podcast. It should be the electric podcast. We use an electric... Oh, yeah, but... Mm. We use electricity for this. I guess you're right, yeah. So, so yeah, that's the whole story. Another thing about this story is that this was sort of lost to time, this this information. Even Nabisco, uh, who now owns uh, Triscuits, they forgot this. There's a guy who's like a writer for Jimmy Fallon and Saturday Night Live. Um, the guy's name is Sage Boggs. He was curious about where the name came from, like what three is the tribe yeah. for. He asked Nabisco, they said, like, we know that it doesn't stand for three, but we don't know what it stands for. And he couldn't no get really good answers from Google, so he did a lot of searching um, and found... He probably did soul searching. He probably yeah. had to look inside himself. He did. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he found the answer. No, he well, found some advertisements that had it on it. The info was out there, just like it had been sort of... Oh, know, it was hiding in plain forgotten. sight. It was lost to yeah, the mist exactly. of history. And it's sad because, presumably, I would think Nabisco has somewhere someone on staff who... Like, I don't mean just like a really old person, but they should have a historian. They should have somebody. Yeah, you think they would, they should have had somebody on staff. I'm not yeah. saying that, like, the person who answers the phone should know that. Yeah. But I'm saying that there should be somebody I would I would like to think who is looking in the archives all the time, looking at old recipes, you know, finding out old things, yeah. you know. Uh, like, yeah. I would hope, you know, I don't I don't want to tell Nabisco how to do their job. So, um, Triscuits, 
Um, there are variants so, of them. Uh, they're, so, they're, so they're, it's like a shredded wheat, but the variants are, there's a rye version. I want to mm-hmm. say that I really enjoy the rye one, although I like toasted rye yeah. the most. There's a garden herb one, I believe, or there used to be. There's a rosemary, rosemary and, and, and olive oil. And olive oil, yeah. There's a low sodium one. Like of those, the low sodium one is is pretty bad. Like I don't like it. It, right. it brings the average down. Like we're talking about for it's it or for sure. you know, uh, yeah, there's yeah. a Prince song you don't like or you know. Although yeah. I like Bad Dance, so I don't like Get Off. <laughs> okay, bad well dance there you go. So there's a picture on the front usually, and it says like try it like this. And sometimes they're yeah. like wildly optimistic about how I'm going to present food because usually I'm just eating it, <laughs> right? right? So, but it's like they put. Yeah. Tomato and basil on it, or they put yeah. uh, Swiss cheese on it, or a little bit of mustard. Tomato yeah, a little uh, olive, yeah. you know, a little tuna fish, yeah, make yeah. a little sandwich. I've actually eaten, yeah. I had no bread, and I ate a tuna sandwich on uh, Triscuits. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was delicious. I loved it. That sounds yeah. great, yeah. Um, the thing is, a Triscuit can be quite dry, and it can choke you out and get stuck in your throat. It's a problem shredded wheat doesn't have because of the milk. I'm just, we're talking about the ups and the downs. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, totally. I hear you sighing, saying I'm, I'm running down your favorite cracker. Yeah. The package has that traditional Nabisco package where you open it and then you can reclose it. I never use that stuff. Yeah. I always tear it open so it can't be reclosed and then I regret it. Oh, that's messed it. Yeah, up. so I'm just telling uh, you I'm an outlaw and I'm a rebel. That's how I do things. Now, there are other yeah. crackers that I can kind of compare it to. I guess that the one that it always seems to be on the same level as to me as the wheat thin. Right, wheat thin, so much better than wheat thin. A wheat thin is also wheat. A wheat thin is thinner right. than a Triscuit, which is thicker. It's true, Although yeah. the, the, yeah. the mass is probably about the same. Now, we haven't ranked that yet. I'm just thinking about other crackers. Yeah. There's the, also yeah. the chicken in a biscuit, which is like, it has chicken broth flavor on the cracker. Yeah, that's more like a Ritz, though, Yeah, right? it's like yeah, a Ritz. Like they made, there's a vegetable yeah. thin, which is the same kind of thing. It's like yeah. basically MSG dust, yeah. you know, like... There's the, but none of these things are like Triscuits. I mean, well, like, there's the there's the saltine. There's I guess it's not exactly. There's the cheese nips um, and cheese its. These are all good. Uh, I'm thinking about the snacks. The, the thing about I would say Triscuit yeah. that suffers from for me is in terms of snacks. Like I like I like trash. I'm not saying I want to eat it okay. all the time, but I respect trash. I respect like the problem with the Triscuit is there's like this middle class aura to it. This respectability. It's yeah. like my mom would approve of eating or give me a Triscuit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah Triscuits. Totally. Even though there's a- they were they were invented as part of this like health yeah. nutritional movement. I mean, all cereals were, but like yeah, but I mean, that, they've always been part yeah. of that. I mean, very quickly we got the Frosted Flakes or something, or yeah, yeah, yeah. true, true, um, true. There's something about the Triscuit that's not a lot of fun. Also, I've I've choked on a tiny bit of a Triscuit like in my throat where I was like inhaled okay. as I was eating the Triscuit. You gotta slow down, man. You gotta you gotta close the box. They need properly, to slow down. And they then- need to they need to wet down everything. I like they need to like and everything needs to. Be soggy or something i don't know what it is i'm yeah. just letting you know like i, I like the trisket i'm not a, i'm not like a hater of it i'm just are you worried that you're gonna get shocked by it well, subconsciously now that you know that it's called electricity biscuit now that i know it's called electricity biscuit i gotta say that the name makes me like it more oh yeah me too i love it so i you know like i'm i'm pretty excited by products from the age of industry yeah like yeah turn of the century stuff i like you know even though it, it led to us you know wrecking the planet like yeah, we Things got some like, good snacks out of it. It wasn't like we did it and then there were no snacks. Yeah. I would say, though, there are other comparable things in that section of snacks, which is like, uh, there, it's kind of like a base layer. You can eat it on its own, but you kind of want to put something else on it. I'm not sure I agree with you on that. Well, if you but get the I ones that have... are infused with this or that, but like, to me, a, a Triscuit is like, it's, I don't really want to just sit there and eat Triscuits on their own. Oh, I do. To me, they're they're like... Really, as far as like sort of crackery 
even chip type things, they're about as good as you can get by themselves, in my opinion. Uh, but they're also like even better if you add stuff to them. Like I, I can't think of anything that would be better with a, what with flavor then do a you piece like? of cheese on it. I like them all because I want them to have like a real scummy flavor. Like I want them to have like nacho cheese. Yeah, yeah. You're looking for something cool else, ranch I think. that's not yeah or like um, spicy chipotle seasoning Sriracha, yeah. or, or you know something that's like filled with cheese or you know just something gross. Yeah, and, I, and that's kind of where I want it to go. And I got to like hand it to him. They know that that's off-brand for them. They don't tease that stuff even. They're like, you can put whatever stuff you want on top, but we, we can't, like, it has to be benign, right? It can't, it can't, mm-hmm. it, we can't get too filthy with it. They keep it classy, and it's like, look, you don't have to go to a specialty grocery store to get it. It's no. Mid, it's middle In fact, brown. it's hard it's to like, find it at certain ones. Like, I mean, it's a brand that's not, it's not a Whole Foods, Yeah, but you, you know? go to, you go to Safeway, you can get it. You go to, a, you know, yeah. you can get it all around the yeah, country. Yeah, yeah. It's like... You could get it at the corner store, like a lot of times at a liquor yeah. store or something like that. You know what? I, I, I respect it. And the, the name in it. You're gaga for the name. That's all it is. I, I love the name, yeah. Because Not like, because of the it, name like, you have having all the time. It includes in it the means of production. Well, so do like, Fritos. Fritos are fried. But fried is different than telling you what fuel is used to like power uh, the, the I'm factory. I'm trying to think you know? of another example, but I can't. Stoned wheat thins, they're telling yeah. you that they use a mill. Uh, are they, yeah, but they don't tell you how the mill is operating. There's a picture you know? of, a, of a mill on the stone wheat thins. And at Ritz, I'm like, oh, Ritz is, means fancy stuff to me. There's one of the old ads for these shows, Niagara Falls, and also like has it like electricity bolts, like lightning bolt yeah. kind of things in it. Uh, it's really cool. Does it cool. say stuff um, like, you know how ads until I don't know when, there's just a lot of copy? Yeah, yeah. People yeah. are going to read three or four paragraphs about this cracker? Because now you see an ad. Well, what else are they going to do? Like, especially if you can't print a picture. Oh, good point. Then you paint a picture with words. Do you feel, oh, good point. And also these people are like proud that they can read in the first place. Oh, it's like a like, new thing. They're showing off. They're like, yeah. look at what I can read. And you're reading, um, you're reading aloud to the other people who are working at the factory. Yeah. Making... Or like you're on the cable car, the trolley, like reading the newspaper aloud to like oh, other people. Waiting, I was thinking about, you know the work? guys who used to roll cigars? And there's 20, oh, 25 yeah. guys in a room rolling cigars, and the 26 guy makes the same pay as they all pay him out of their own money, and he just happens yeah. to read the paper to him. And they're like, go back yeah. and read the ads too. And so he reads the ad to him, and it says, taste the electricity and this new Triscuit. Yeah. This new Triscuit is the most, the greatest invention of our age. A miracle. The only food on the market prepared in this process. Yeah, exactly. And so these, these guys rolling these cigars are like, you know what? I think I'm going to go try these Triscuits out. Maybe the missus would yeah. like those. And one of the guys is like, Man, this electricity is going to be rolling these cigars pretty soon. <laughs> <Yeah>, good point. <laughs> I guess that never happened, though. I think they're, they're still hand-rolled. Or, I, I mean, mean, a lot of... Not cigarettes, I yeah. suppose. Do you want to... You yeah, I'm ready to rank about everything I can it. about them. What's on the list that's similar to them? The Triscuit. We don't have any crackers. Well, we have, we, there's lots of food. We've got we rye, rye bread, bread, which is like... Right? Rye bread's at number 27. I know what you're thinking, because you want to put it above rye bread. I think I'm okay with them going below rye bread, because I... I like rye bread. And you could toast fried bread well, and, so. and uh, Triscuit. You can't really toast. There's a rye Triscuit. Yeah, and I go a long time without good. eating Triscuits. Like, I, we don't, I don't keep Triscuits in my house. Now usually. that you know this story about electricity, though. So, like, that idea about it is, is really exciting. It's like the, the marketing aspect of it is, is exciting well, to me. Well, it's like so it's, it's how they're. The idea that its its were made at Playland by the Sea. Yeah, yeah. The sort of style of Triscuits and of its its as well, that's factors Do in there. you feel like they're cheating when they enlarge the picture to show the texture? Does that seem dishonest fundamentally to you? Does that hurt their ranking? I don't think so, no. Well, they enlarge the picture. It's not like you think that it's I a giant. I didn't see that when it says the disclaimer. I didn't think that. So I was at the store. 
I saw that big Triscuit. I said, oh, that's what I want. Look at all the little crevices in it. And I could just put a yeah. giant block of cheese on it. And I take home and I opened it up. I was sadly, sorely disappointed. That's like when you saw the movie of the train coming towards you. Oh, definitely. And you jumped out of the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I, then I went to the outside where people were lining up to see the movie. I said, hey, guess what? The train's not really real. It doesn't really come out of there. Yeah, that's a, that's a movie you could watch while eating electricity biscuits contemporary <laughs> at the time. You, I, bet, um, I bet there were more customs, social rules about bringing snacks into the... Yeah, you, you had to have a tablecloth. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I think a lot of those sh- movies were shown in like... So they're shown in nice, somebody's nice parlor, but they're also shown at like a bar. Yeah. Yeah, um, a guy turning the thing. So let's see. Um, what else food-wise is... The next food, I think, down is coffee. And you know what? That's at number 47. Yeah. And I don't like Triscuits more than I like coffee. I don't so, know if I like if I like them more than I like Whoppers. So Whoppers is number 49. That's a hard one to make because they're... they're, they're you don't want Whoppers that often, so, but when you want them, they're, they're what's up. And honestly, like in normal times, for speaking of movie theaters, um, I probably would buy Whoppers more frequently than I would buy Triscuits because I buy them pretty regularly. Yeah, you'd be going to a movie to theater, movie. you say, uh, one box of Whoppers too, and then you the sound those Whoppers make when you, when you shake yeah. the box... It's really something. That's good sound. Um, the national debt is useful. It allows us to have things that you know that we wouldn't otherwise be allowed to have. Yeah. Uh, band T-shirts again are useful because they pay they pay your rent when you travel with a rock band. You're selling the T-shirts. Yeah. Uh, Crocs are also but band useful. T-shirts. Have, oh, I was wearing Crocs to the supermarket. A teenager saw me. You know what he told me? He looked at me. I said, "Why is this he guy said, looking at me?" I I, w- I felt like being judged, and he said, "He smiled at me, and he said, I fuck with Crocs.'" <laughs> and, and, and and he was like, he saw that I had Crocs on, and he was he was yeah. respecting it. And I said, "Hey, yeah, thanks. It's good to hear." Did you give him like a hang loose or something? Oh, I, I was like, you know, that, that sounds wonderful. <laughs> Great. Yeah. You know? uh, so we were looking at so Crocs. We were looking at which is all the way down at fifty two. Yeah. Um, but the problem oh, is I just saw the sardines. electricity and biscuits. Tr- triscuits are really good with sardines. I think that they should go, Triscuits should be above Top Ramen and peanut butter ice cream. We're doing some food. Yeah, food kind of, they, it's easy to compare food with each other better than yeah. with other things. There's not really a so downside to them think like about, there are yeah. to some other things. Sardines don't have a cool name that's a combination of two words. Well, they're from Sardinia, I imagine that's why they're called that. That's so the name point. tells you where it's from. Would Sardinia is not named after the fish that swim around it? I don't think so. I look. Okay. I, I I'm gonna say someone's gonna someone's gonna correct me, but I, that's where I just imagine that they're called that because they're from that place in Italy, although they're often not. They're from you know wherever. They're not even a specific kind of fish, right? They're just a size of fish. Yeah, they're not actually a species. They come from a couple of different places. Um. So you were so sardines are at number sixty one. Yeah. Mm, I think that we could put triscuits just under sardines. That sounds good if, to me. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we're going to make the Triscuits are number 62, uh, moving peanut butter ice cream to number 63. So um, And so we've ranked three things. We've got uh, 93 uh, items on the list now. We should be at a hundo in maybe two or three episodes. Yeah. So do you, did you want to plug that thing in your Oh, list? yeah. Uh, my wife is setting up a uh, in our town an anti-racist library so people can get the books. Uh, which will encourage them to be less racist. Not that like it's it's for kids, right? It's for not kids just for kids; it's for adults too. Oh, I you know see. What I mean, they. But I see. Okay. the idea is, it's working with a working with an organization that that people she knows are run, where it's like they want to put one in our town, which is Petaluma, which is in right. the, the suburbs, right? And um, yeah. I don't know where it would go. It would go in someone's yard, or maybe in our yard, or I don't know. Yeah, it's like yeah. one of those little things. It looks like a little mailbox. Mailbox. Yeah, kind of that I, has I had some misgivings about it because it. I thought, oh, don't those just get rain gets in those? You know, and then it's like it might be people more racist because they would see 
like all these books are wet. Like that means the ideas are all wet. So I'm just gonna re I'm gonna redouble my racist beliefs. You know that could happen. Yeah, you never know, right? So uh, anyway, uh, we'll I put mean, in, we'll put a link in the uh, in, we'll put a link in the show yeah, notes. Yeah, but if you feel like contributing to that or, sp- or spreading the word about it, um, it's a good cause. Uh, yeah. me and my wife contributed. Oh, that's great. So I just this whole reason I brought it up is just so I could yeah. say that. Um, but anyways, uh, you want to wrap up yeah, the show? Yeah, yeah, let's wrap up the show. So thanks for listening to Every Damn Thing. We hope you enjoyed it. Go to everydamnthing.net for the updated list and show notes. This is where we fact check ourselves. We get further info on the things we talked about. If you have something you'd like us to add to the list of everything, email it to us at list at everydamnthing.net. That's right. We'd love to hear your suggestions for things to rank or any comments, words of encouragement, corrections, or threats. Um, the email address, again, is list at everydamnthing.net. We're on Twitter at everydamntweets. And Instagram at Every Damn Thing Pod. You can suggest topics in those places as well. Uh, you can subscribe to this show wherever you got this episode. Our theme is by Jade Puget. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review it anywhere you found it. Um, we really can use that. It helps us. Please recommend it to a friend who would like it. Yeah, we could use that too. That helps us as well. I can and, use uh, you, Jake. Will, hey, I can use you in a lot yeah, of ways. Yeah, man. Listener, we can use you, and we will do that next week. Oh.